Alright, you're listening to Basically Extra with Cam, uh, the hostess with the mostess, I'm the girl with the most cake. Uh, this is episode 3, and uh, it's January 8th, 2019, Full 30pm, my favorite time of day is 430 because when I was a kid, my favorite cartoons uh, came on at 4.30. Uh, Rescue Rangers and Fraggle Rock. Yes! Random tidbit for the episode. Um, today I want to talk about bitches and hoes. Just kidding. Uh, I want to talk about uh, self-care. Uh, more importantly, my inability to do self-care my inability to pretty much take care of myself and the negative effects it has had on me and my friendships and relationships with uh, family and friends. So, um, yeah. So something happened today um, that made me kind of realize what happens to my friends and my relationships when I don't take care of myself. So, uh, in the previous episodes, I've uh, mentioned that I have bipolar disorder. Um, and I am on medications to help manage my, uh, that, uh, which is usually, you know, mania, depression, and a little bit of everything in between and foolishness, really. Um, and when I don't take my medications, uh, things go horribly wrong. As I mentioned, I am a peer support specialist, which means that I work with people, uh, with mental illness as a person with mental illness, helping people navigate the behavioral health system, uh, and also share my life experience with uh, depression, you know, whatever mental illness I got going on. So that is my job. And when I worked as a peer support specialist, I really couldn't understand the mindset of people who decided to stop taking their medications for whatever reason and then wondered why they felt like shit, wondered why... They, uh, well, their life was falling apart. And I'm like, girl, you need to take your medications because they're the ones that are keeping you level right now. People stop taking them because they feel better because it's not working. But they don't stop to think that if they continue taking them, it will continue working. So when they stop working, what's going on? Because you stop taking your meds. So I had no sympathy for people who came to me and said, my life is falling apart because uh, I feel bad. I asked them, are you taking your medications? And they say no. And I'm like, well, there you go. And um, so I, I, and at that time, I had been taking my medications regularly without question, without fail, just taking them. And I'm like, excellent. My life is great. Um, but the past several months, you know, I've just stopped taking them. I, I became one of those people. 
I didn't wonder why my life was crap because I knew why, because I wasn't taking my medications, but I just didn't give a damn. Uh, I, I had gotten to the point where I just didn't care about my symptoms, about my life, about anything. And I don't know. And I'm looking back on it now. Um, I have since been back on my, but I, I don't know if it's selfish of me to not realize that I'm not the only one affected by me not taking my medications. I mean, it seems like clean, clear as day now, but time, you know, I just figured, you know, I'm not hurting anybody. Oh, no. Why should anybody give a fuck? And, um, today, uh, a friend of mine that I, I love dearly, we went to high school together and, uh, like two of my best friends, uh, went to high school together. Um, but we hung out separately. <laughs> um, like they were friends in high school and I was friends with one or the other, but Things got weird and complicated. One stopped talking to the other, so now I'm, like, in the middle of the two of them. Um, but um, I hadn't talked to her in months. Uh, and she messaged me this morning saying, Dude, what's going on? Why haven't I heard from you since July? And why am I always the one that's reaching out to talk to you? How come you never talk to me? And I missed her birthday on Facebook. And she was upset about that. And she felt like because I hadn't spoken to her in six months that I didn't like her anymore. I didn't want to be her friend anymore. And that is nothing uh, close to the truth. I love her dearly. The thing is my medications. Um, things had changed in my life and I... No, just didn't care about anything anymore. So I stopped talking to several people. She was not the only one I stopped talking to. Um, I only hung out with like two or three people during that time frame from like uh, August till about the end of the year. You know, the end of last year was when I finally started getting my shit back together. And be like, you know, I can't live like this. And um, no, you're a hypocrite. <laughs> you know, but that kind of made me realize that, you know, I'm hurting more than just myself when I'm not taking care of myself. Um, and I will continue to hurt people if I don't take care of myself. And so I had to explain to her that it had no bearing on my feelings towards her whatsoever. It was actually feelings about myself. And I didn't even realize that until I was talking to her about it. And so um, I felt really bad about that. I mean, I'm kind of choking up about it right now as I'm thinking about it. You know, I made someone feel like that I hated them because I wasn't talking to them. And uh, I wasn't putting forth effort into maintaining our relationship by keeping contact with people. And I can't treat everybody with one wide brush. Not everybody is one size fits all. You know, there are some people you can like just stop talking to for several months. And then when you talk again, it's like right back, you know, where you left off. You know, nothing has changed. Everybody knows that you still love them. You're just busy, you know, and whatnot. And some people need reassurance that you're important to them. And I did not do that for this friend. 
You know, I just assumed, okay, nobody would really mind if I didn't talk to anybody for a while. I mean, it's not that I actively thought that, but it's just like, you know, people need to, to have contact. Sorry, drinking water because I'm a thirsty bitch. And all, and always, and always, in more ways than one. Um, so yeah, so uh, and that's just uh, one example. Uh, at the same time, I feel like uh, I ruined another friendship uh, of mine that was really important. It's, it's not going to be the same as it was. So um, last fall. Uh, a friend of mine allowed me to move in with her and with the understanding that I would help her clean the apartment. Uh, she's a disabled veteran, so she's not able to ambulate around the apartment as much as she would like to keep things clean. And before I moved in, I would uh, go over to her apartment and, and clean it for her and help tidy it up. And uh, I was kind of worried about rent for a little bit and and she offered to let me stay with her rent-free as long as I helped clean. Now, I hate cleaning. Anybody that has been to my apartment in the past years knows that I hate cleaning. My place is always a mess. But the thing is, I'm always down to help somebody else clean up their mess. And so, um, if it's my mess, I, I just can't be bothered. If it's somebody else's mess, I'm about it. Right? <laughs> so, um, I moved in. And around that time is when I stopped taking my medications because uh, I'm on one side of the transfer um, pharmacies and all of this just boils down to laziness. I couldn't be bothered to change my pharmacy. And when I did, I couldn't be bothered to go pick it up because where I needed to go with my friends was on the other side of town than where the pharmacy was. And it was just, I just didn't make picking up my medications a priority. Then I just kept not picking them up. And so when I'm depressed, I don't. And so I was hella depressed and I didn't want to be in the apartment. Um, and I think what also happened is when I moved in, her mess became my mess. And if it's my mess, I don't want to do anything. And I did the, the best I could, but I, I just wasn't feeling right. And, uh, she was upset about it, and I did wind up having to move out. Um, not because of that, but just random things happening, and I'm not going to go into that. But the thing is, is that if I had been on my medications, I wouldn't have upset her as much as I did. Things would not have gotten to the point that they did, the point where I needed to move out. And we still talk now and, and, now and then. You know, I, I told her that I would help her. Uh, pay for a cleaning service because that was like the least I could do in my opinion um, and I you know just looking back on it I'm like man you know if I had my shit together I mean I could still be there or things would be better than they are now I mean I don't know but that period I had changed and I didn't realize that I was doing a harm to our relationship and in my living situation, and I truly regret that now. And I was too ashamed to tell her that was the reason why things weren't the way they were supposed to be. Oh, it's one of those slapped together carnivals at the mall. 
I'm going to go see a movie, uh, Escape Room, right now. But I'm driving into the parking lot, and they're uh, setting up one of those uh, carnivals that take place in a parking lot. They're usually like, that wasn't here before. That wasn't here yesterday. Where did that come from? And why are there people writing those things? I, I, I don't want to die. So, yeah. Tangent. Yay. So, I have a... Oh, no. I, I have a hard time doing what I need to do to take care of myself. Yay. I'm not exactly sure why. Taking pills is the easiest thing in the world for some people, harder for others. But uh, it shouldn't be hard to just pop open a couple of bottles and take some pills. Especially if you know they're going to make you feel better. But why can't I do it like a normal human being? Why was it so hard to do? Why was it just easier to go without than to do? And I don't really have an answer to that question. Because I'm, I'm still dealing with it. Why is it so hard to just do the thing that will make me feel to be? It's a thing that I need to do to maintain my body, my mental health, and my life. Why do I not value my life enough to do the things that I need to do? And I don't know. I know it takes like a minute or two of my time to take my meds. I feel like I'm admonishing myself. Uh, and I probably should. I probably should be doing that. I don't know. But uh, this year... I want to and need to do better. So I uh, am pledging to take my medications every day. I am taking steps. Uh, One of the things I want to do is, you know, just kind of make a checklist of all the things that I need to do during the day and just check them off because there's nothing more satisfying than just scratching things off the the to-do list. You know, I need to make a list of, you know, brush your teeth. Bitch, brush your teeth. Bitch, take a shower. Bitch, brush your hair. You know, bitch, take your pills. Bitch, eat something. My bitch do list. (laughs) My bitch list. Bitch, did you do this? And uh, set alarms and and stuff. I I even went out and I bought a planner so that I can plan all the things that I need to do just to make my life more efficient. Um... (sighs) Uh, one of the random questions from that 3,000 questions about me book that I ironically got today uh, is question, question is it? I wrote it down. Let's see here. It is question 170. Have you ever been called immature? If so, what were you doing to be called that? Things happen for a reason, and there was a reason why this question came up. Um, So, last year around this time, I was dating a dude uh, who was equally amazed by me as also confused and repulsed by me. Because, in his opinion, there were things that I should be doing for myself that I was not. And... 
it just kind of confused him as to why I wasn't doing these things. Um, and that's ultimately why we broke up. His birthday is today. Happy birthday, Mark. Um, but uh, the words that I remember him saying to me is that he called me an idiot savant in some cases in like a genius, uh, uh, like, not a genius, uh, but like immature, like a child. He said that he found me very intelligent, you know, very, you know, very smart. I, I could hold my own conversation with him, but then there were just other things that I just couldn't do that adults are expected to do, like wash your hair on a regular basis or clean your apartment. I don't know. He kind of met me at like the worst part of my life because the first time we met, I brought him home and my place was an absolute mess and it smelled weird. And I wasn't expecting to bring anybody home because I was of the ilk of, I'm never going to meet anybody. There's no reason to keep my place clean because who am I trying to impress? Nobody's interested. And that's another story in and of itself, in and of itself. But it was interesting to him that I could function so highly in some areas and so poorly in other areas. So uh, I think, and that has lasted with me till this day. I mean, he said that a year ago. Uh, and it's, you know, it still haunts me. And, and I'm not sure if I've improved that much since I saw him last. Because I haven't seen him since last January. But, um, I don't know. Adulting is hard. Uh, it's very true that I'm not good at adulting. I'm not doing the things that I need to do that an, an adult should. And it's really perplexing. But I'm going to work on it. I'm going to work on it. It's going to happen. I'm going to do it. And one day I'll look back and be like, man, he was such a mess. Alrighty. Dave has just pulled up into the parking lot. So I should probably uh, wrap this up and uh, go see that movie with him. Alrighty. Well, thank you for listening. I hope this wasn't a complete mess. This is why I don't like podcasting by myself. Because I am always rambling and I never know what the fuck I'm saying. But, uh, yeah. Well, thank you for listening. And uh, you have a wonderful day.